right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction and the other one. It has infinite length but infinitesimal gain. Timeline Only one dimension for you to meet your friends in meters on the line. Camp it. Um, check this out. I got a Florida wow. ceramic mug. Wow. I'm in. Wow. This is the bit the, the first uh the first non gluey episode uh with you full time in Florida. You're the moose. You're the moose, baby. Well, I'm sipping great. on my mocha latte. I bought a milk foamer. Yeah, yeah, you ever have one of these? You ever yeah, have one I, of these? I actually have. Is that the one where, with the, like the little spring thing in the bottom? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. Spins I've really never fast. used it. I've never used it. Somebody really? gave it to me. Yeah, because I, I just like cheap dark. You're coffee a yeah, a real uh, troll when it comes yeah. to coffee. I'm just yeah. crawling around in the sewer. Just I'm a big uh, bitch when it comes to coffee. It's got to be free range, free conflict range. diamond. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you like, all that you, stuff. You want the conflict diamonds. I like Israeli brands. Yeah, yeah. a huge fan. Good. Um, stuff like that. So tell me about Florida, man. I still haven't, I haven't really, we haven't talked, uh, you know, off the podcast really a whole lot uh, about it. We're I don't know how many, I, I'm going to tell you this. I don't know how many people want to hear it. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I've, I, I, there's plenty of people who I was looking at. We were doing, we were looking at the reviews, the comments of the glues. There's plenty of people who are like, all right, bird. We get it. You're in Florida now. You're in Florida. And it's like, guys, I've waited two years for this opportunity. Can I have take one episode to be happy? The sure. answer was no. Right. So uh, it's a beautiful place, wonderful place, greatest state in the union. Um, <laughs> that's it. I would uh, uh, think about joining the uh, Florida National Guard. Just really pitching in. Yeah, the state guard uh, really doing. If your... Ron DeSantis pulls up with the uh, personal militia, I'm right there. Okay. I'm I right like there. it. Which which reminds me, him and Trump. Uh-huh. Have been coming into some conflict lately. Yeah, they have. It was dumb. It's dumb. It's really dumb because it's not necessary. This is not the time, fellas. Um, and uh, Trump, as you know, I'm an avid Fox News watcher. I watch Fox News literally every day. I watch all three of the primetime shows every single day. We start with Tucker. We go to Sean. We end with Laura. Mm-hmm. Laura. I'm a big Fox guy. So I get to see what the Fox people say. And... Um, <laughs> On Fox Nation, I subscribed to Fox Nation. Yeah, I throw money at Rupert Murdoch's projects because I love that guy. He's awesome. Best guy ever. Um, second to actually Xi Jinping, second best guy ever. Uh, they put up Donald Trump's first 2022 campaign rally. Hour oh, really? and a half. Okay, so this is half. happening. Oh, it's happening, baby. Okay, I, okay. It's weird because I don't think he's officially announced it. Right, but, but that, that's a is, Trumpian thing to do. Just he's to, never just, stopped campaigning. That's yeah, the thing. You're, yeah, you're right. You're right. He never stopped. But we're in 2022. He was in Arizona. I don't really know where. Is Flagstaff a place in Arizona? It might yep. have been there. Flag. Uh, might have been in Tucson. I don't know. Tucson. There's a lot of cities in Arizona. A lot of cities in Arizona. It's a state in the United States of America. Cities there, towns. Even. A lot of them, yeah. And so he was Geography. doing his thing. He's same as he always was. I'm actually... I have some positives and some negatives about D Trump as this is a D Trump voting podcast. Can you do the can you do the positives, negatives, and then end on a positive so we leave it on a good note? Yeah, absolutely. So okay. the positives. Um, he's still mentally cognizant despite That's his age. Huge positive. He looks healthier than he did. He's lost he a lot good. of weight. Um, he made a funny joke about how his hair is terrible that was an interesting mm. one he okay trump's the kind of guy he'll take a shot at himself but if you take a shot at him right you'll, then you're you'll, they'll be talking about you on fox news seven years from now <laughs> um and 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 also if i may he said a statement i really appreciated he, he was talking about sonny borelli sonny borelli some guy associated i think he's the the maybe he's the ag in arizona something like that and he goes sonny borelli Sonny Borelli, we love that guy. He's tough, smart. Something I noticed about Trump is that he will say 
to anyone who he doesn't really have a, an actual compliment about, he yeah. will call them tough and smart. <laughs> okay, that's just the standard. <laughs> so the, the listen go-to. for it. Because he <laughs> used it about four or five times on different people <laughs> in the same speech. He's like, tough and smart. Really that's lays like his, out that's what like his a bl- priorities bl- are. Bless your heart type of statement. Just, uh, <laughs> just Tough, smart. smart. And then he takes a pause. And I love Italians. He's got to be Italian. <laughs> so he want that was that was the that was he want the negatives. He's not nearly as mentally cognizant as he was. Really? Uh huh. He was stumbling a lot through his speech. Wow. Um. He was. Well, he's old man. He he was. I know. And he wasn't stumbling. You know, you're prepped to hear stumbling and think of Joe Biden's type of stumbling. Mm-hmm. That is genuinely mentally deficient. That guy's yeah. genuinely a mentally deficient Dude. person. Though I mean, <laughs> there's been some recent ones that are like, "What is go- what is going on here, man?" He, Joe Biden can't get through a speech. No, I know uh, at all anymore. I mean, anymore. No. From what I understand, there's a, a guy I was talking to who went to my college in the political science department. One of the only Republicans in in the school that I went to, uh, tenured professor. I was having a conversation with him over email, just checking in. Um, and we were talking about his mental cognizance, Joe Biden's. And the, the one guy said, and he's written campaign speeches for guys in New York before. And the one thing that the guy said was the way his speeches seem so hollowed out mm. that I am sure that they are they are actively editing the teleprompter as the speech goes along. Okay. Like because they're like in the sense that what, what I got a sense in the conversation was what 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 they were talking about was they kind of as the speech is going, they go, Okay, how much more can Joe do? Okay, yeah, yeah. They're just monitoring and, him in real time, and they have like edits yes. that they can make to shorten it to damn. And I yeah. asked him, and I said, "Do you think they're drugging him up?" Because me and him have had like real conversation yeah. about this kind of stuff. The guy has worked in New York politics for a long time, and he said, "Absolutely." I mean, they're all—they all are on something. Some guys like a cigarette before a speech, which is no big deal. Some right. guys like to have a shot of something. Some guys like to have an injection of something or something. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean, the guy mm-hmm. basically the idea is that we have a drug addled, mentally deficient, 95 year old president who they actively change the teleprompter speeches like they, they will take out paragraphs and lines as they go along to wrap the thing up. It just it just and I I know we've talked about I it already went to Biden, times. by the way, we were supposed to be talking. Uh, about I know, Trump, I know, I know, he I know, went I know. to Biden. <laughs> this is part of the sandwich that we're creating, the positive, yeah. negative, positive. Sandwich. Yeah, this is the mayo. Uh, the. It, it just is so mind blowing, but I, and the, the question is stupid. It, it, it answers itself. The, the answer is we don't know, but like, who's the president? You know what I mean? Like, right. like if they're sitting there editing campaigns or, or not campaign, but this is alleged by the way. Yeah, I'm sure. Sure. But I mean, alleged. I don't think, I don't think anybody can watch one of his speeches and not think that something like that is happening. Uh, yeah, and and, and he's sure. not writing them. I know that nobody ever really writes them, but I, but like, mm. uh, I mean, it's just to- like, what is he like? Like, what is his literally his job right now? His entire function is to stay alive, <laughs> be alive, and and, and that's about so it. It's <laughs> like, so true, dude. That's it's so it, true. Dude. They um, it's not yeah. even. It's not even. Don't make gaffes. That's not even a part of his job description anymore. That was on the com- campaign trail, but like, that's not. That's out the window now. Like, it's just, yeah. I, just yeah. stay alive, dude. Like, that's it. So back to the other guy when we'll inevitably get back to Biden because it's an endless funny conversation. Yeah, um, the negatives on Trump are twofold. I don't know how to say this in a way that doesn't make it seem like I'm a fan of his racism because I'm not. I think it's <laughs> crass. I, I, I don't think it settles the point, and I think it gives way too much ammo to people to talk about it over and over and over yeah, again yeah. instead of having to challenge real stuff. But something happened midway through Donald Trump's presidency, and everybody noticed that he toned it down. Not the mm. racism, but all of the Trump stuff. Yeah, yeah. The the thing that everybody got notice of, whether positive or negative, during the 2016 uh, debates, the campaigning, there was a bluntness to him mm. that has been sharpened in positive and negative. I think the way that he was delivering the speech, it was all stuff we've heard before. Big surprise. Basically, doing a campaign speech these days is like doing a concert. Play the hits. Yeah. And he's toned down a lot of that original Trumpness that got him the populist sentiment from basically everybody. And he's become way more um, I've been in the White House Mm -hmm. type thing. Uh, Good and bad. 
it, it, I think it's going to I think it would be a problem if and here's my positive Democrats weren't going to run Hillary Clinton. Dude, are they really? They're one, there's nobody else, my man. There's oh nobody else. God. They're not going to run. They, oh Joe Biden Joe no. Biden is what were what are some of the facts? Joe oh. Biden has the lowest approval rating. Oh, oh I know. It's a disaster. I mean, president to ever sit disaster. in the White House in the modern era. Yeah. Since Roosevelt. Yeah, it's a I mean it's a complete disaster. It's a disaster. For I mean there is no there is nothing that you can you want to talk about making a positive negative positive sandwich there is no positive like i i not I, for that i don't no. even i don't even know if i were to ask man on the street mainstream democrat like what's a positive of joe biden in the uh, being in the white house i'm not sure they could tell me anything he's not trump That's he's not trump other than literally that. what yeah. they would say yeah crazy. he's not trump it's totally crazy so he's had virtually no success in any of the efforts that he wanted to put forth that has to do a lot with the fact that there are two or three Democrats who are basically not letting him do anything. They had the majority, but they're, I think Manchin, Cinema, a couple others have been kind of saying, no, you're not going to get rid of the filibuster. No, you're not going to pass all these voting acts bullshit we, because the idea is they're laying a pathway so they can do the more radical stuff by basically circumventing the entirety of the Republican uh, uh, vote in mm -hmm. the House. Yeah. So, they're trying to do this very quickly because everybody at this point has acknowledged, including like James Carville, some of the top guys on the Democratic Party who run all the campaigns, Nancy Pelosi, who is a political genius. You, people must give her that. She's a political genius. All of them are, are under the impression that no Democrats are going to Democrats are going to take a massive hit Yo, in the yeah. midterms. Yeah. It is going to be I, I, from what everything that I see and I don't just watch Fox. <laughs> I do occasionally tune <laughs> the in. Republi to the Republicans are going to win everything, top to bottom, down to the everything, baby. Everything. everything. Fox, Fox told me so. I actually think, um, and I'm going to try and do this without stepping into an area that I talked about last time. Not everyone to hear the phrase again. I actually think this election has got a strong potential for independents, we're gonna call them independents, okay? Mm -hmm. And any parties those independents might be associated with. Yeah. The the upcoming election in 2024, there's a lot of potential for a spoiler vote to be very real. Yeah. Which has been a strategy that independents uh, in certain parties have been talking about using as a weapon against Republicans to kind of get Republicans to budge on some of the things that yeah. those independents want them to do. I think now's the time. There's a lot of, because the Democrats just aren't going to win. They're going to run Hillary Clinton. They think Hillary Clinton, for some reason, black people like Hillary Clinton. I never have seen evidence for this. No, I yeah. never have seen evidence for this ever. And black women are quite literally going to control who becomes president. It just happens to be that one. We don't really know. Like we're not really sure how black women are going to vote between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. I think that big dick energy, Donald Trump's big dick energy, is blowing everybody out of the water this time. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just. I don't I'm, know. I, I mean, I would defer to you to to for all the political strategy stuff. It's going to be very <laughs> funny. That's oh, my I'm only. Sure. I'm trying to hook you in with this by okay, saying yeah. it's going to be great I'm, for podcasting. Obviously, then I'm in. Like I, yeah, that, that's all I need. I, yeah. I my my wonder is like, what the hell are like, what is the Democratic strategy just in general right now? Like, what Dude, is I what? Literally, don't know. <laughs> I have I no think idea. They didn't count on Mansion and Cinema not falling in line, and uh -huh. if they had, they, we would live in a very different country. They would have passed a different voting rights act. They would have passed immigration acts. They would have passed uh, oh fuck, what's the other thing? Um, well, build back better. All of that stuff was hinging on a very slim majority control in the House and Senate, and which they couple, have not gotten to do. And a couple couple people bucked. <laughs> some Basically. bucks were broken. I mean, yeah. yeah, some bucks were broken. That's dude. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I just I don't generally. You know, I can say I'm not a I don't pay attention to politics all that much. I'm not a political strategist. I don't have the background that you do. But I can say, broadly speaking, the right wing, like concert, like the Republican Party is trying to feed off of the energy of like right wing populism, yada, 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 maybe like some anti COVID stuff, some border stuff, some, you know, you know, the drill. I literally just don't know what the Democrats are doing. I don't. No, I, yeah, I, they, I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, they're, like, uh, they're caught. You know, no, go ahead. Yeah. I said it feels like they're caught between the, a rock and 
a hard place on so many issues. They 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 blew the COVID stuff out of proportion. Um, now they have to either you know people are just tired of it. I mean, people aren't doing that anymore, or at least in half the United States, people are just done with it. Um, so what do you, a massive inflation problem. So what do you do there? Their, their, their traditional way. I mean, all politicians traditional way, but their specifically, or especially is to just basically print more money and, and, you know, hand it out to people to, to shut them up for a while. And yeah. so that, but that's just going to make the problem worse. I think most of them probably know that even though they don't come out and say it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like, and then we are gonna run uh, Hillary Clinton. Like, yeah, what? that's insane. I, I, yeah. that is literally what they're all saying. I can't imagine that that works when, at all. When, no, I can't imagine. She's uh, as well, sick as the guy in the office right now. She just looks healthier. Or sometimes. I mean, sometimes she looks like a literal <laughs> demon. And uh, what we can safely say is she doesn't have any body doubles except that one time. <laughs> except that one time. Except that one time. <laughs> the one time she had a double, yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, what what are you I, – I think you were picking your words very carefully, and I – think i know why you were picking your words carefully but like uh what do you think the odds are of somebody like a bezos or a, a elon musk coming in being like all right i'm well, running musk musk can't run for president oh because um, he's south african right yes um but you know keep what those foreigners who, out but who cares you just do out. it no nope, <laughs> keep those foreign foreigners out just let them keep buying all our real estate okay mm. that's what that'll be fine anyway um, the likelihood that a corporate Democrat wins the election is the likelihood that Hillary Clinton wins the election, which is zero. Okay. Totally zero. Any Democrat who didn't stand up against the current Democrats, I think, has no more chance than Hillary Clinton does. I don't know of a Democrat who's liked. And, and remember, the goal right. isn't to win over the Democrats. In yes. fact, what we're seeing is that Democrats are largely losing uh, membership and support. So it's not to appeal to Democrats. It's to appeal to those independents. Mm -hmm. If they were smart, they would run Tulsi Gabbard. Um, mm. I think Tulsi oh, has yeah. a better chance than just about, about anyone on the Democratic side. She's not even in office right now. She's fucking surfing around. Good for her. I agree. Why would she want to get back in? I don't know. But she's doing a lot of like, she's got one of the worst speech voices. Hi, I'm Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. It's like really inauthentic and it doesn't I think to yeah I think she's like falling into the trap of like I don't want to sound like a bitch so I have to like you know soften my speech or something like that whereas you don't, I, literally the opposite yeah yeah it's like be a firebrand dude yeah for sure Girl um boss. and I think uh, the final word on this is for me at least is um it seems like there's nobody that the Democrats could run that they would want to run who would pass their agendas who would be good enough to beat Donald Trump. I think at this stage, you know, with three years away, if the, if the election was happening next week, Donald Trump is the president again. In fact, Donald Trump is technically still the president considering they stole the election. But going past <laughs> that, remember remember that. I mean, unless you unless you don't believe they tampered with the results, you're already within a, a, a political regime that didn't win legitimately in the first yeah, place. Yeah. Why would they win the next time? Mm -hmm. Right, yeah, sure. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I, I mean, I mean, I think every election is tampered with, but this one certainly seemed pretty wild. Like it seemed like they really, uh, really, uh, gassed it up this time. But I, mean, I, I think a know. major thing that really fucked with the, here's the transition to the next topic. The major thing that really screwed Democrats over was them throwing all of their weight behind Dr. Fauci. Oh yeah. No doubt, man. I, no doubt. And this moves to I've heard that the dude made like twenty million dollars. Sorry, ugh, like two million dollars in twenty twenty. Yeah, he made like I two mean, million dollars in twenty twenty. Oh, I, I can't. I I would imagine that's a, that's a low ball. I mean, and, his salary is five hundred grand, right? Four hundred grand. So that alone, plus all of his investments, oh, I mean, he's probably he's be making a lot of speech fees. And, oh, yeah. dude, I, I I imagine two million is a low number. And the guy can't stop lying to Congress. It's I, crazy. I can't believe how many times the guy has crazy. straight up lied to Congress. Yeah, and they've done nothing. Nobody has done anything. I, but I, isn't that kind of the world we're in right now? It's just I, yeah, it, it's it's yeah. just the exposure of fake it till you make it at the at, at the at these higher echelons. Nobody ever gets investigated or punished for anything outside of like you know peons that uh, you know uh, went on a tour of the White House 
and uh and, and like that's just it you can just go up there and lie and that and and what are they gonna do what is anybody gonna do because to 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 like have to catch him in an illegitimate statement is to have to look at your own illegitimate statements and you know and so it's like i guess yeah i, I mean somebody has to be we're not the number one fauci tracking podcast no i know we Somebody's have got, a big list of lies right yeah a big list so of lies somebody else has to pick that up i don't know somebody's gotta be, be number but... one fauci flirt gang it's open go yeah. ahead go for it yeah yeah that guy is uh a sleazeball but we can let yeah, him man. And I, mean, I, I don't, really don't want to hear about him, honestly, much more. I'm I kind know, of done dude. with Fauci. I'm really Do, done with Fauci. I don't, I mean, like, what is this? Again, I come back to like, what is the plan here? Like, I mean, you can't just let that guy stay where he is, right? Yeah. So, no. what, what have you, I mean, Trump didn't fire him the first time. What makes me think he's going to fire him the second time? I don't, you know, I don't know, man. That's the weirdest one because they threw all their weight, Democrats, some Republicans, threw all of their weight behind that guy uh and he's really small and he can't hold a lot of weight and yeah. the second that it came up that he's inefficient never did his job right gave a bunch of haitians age allegedly uh it all yeah. kind of fell apart and um it's amazing to see seven out of ten year last year for podcasting i'm thinking it's gonna be higher this year genuinely i think so too it's gonna be a lot higher i think Very. 2024 is gonna be our best year of podcasting that we've had at all times it's gonna be a complete madhouse it's gonna be wonderful yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. Very good for the show, yeah. There, so listeners will note Aaron is not here uh, right now. We're, we're we're teasing you a little bit, listeners. He did get banned. I did tell him you're not allowed to come on the show because we're going to leverage you to make a profit. He will be on Over the Line, which will come out on Saturday. We're going to interview Aaron about, um, let's just say his method. <laughs> let's just say his method because he finally got banned. Yeah. Park Campbell. He finally got banned. He does have an alt out there. I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to disclose it Yeah. Uh, on air. I may do it on the over the line, but he got banned in a pretty heroic fashion. We'll have him read out some of his tweets if we can find them. Dude. <laughs> have to a lot of censoring. I don't even know if those screenshots are real, by the way. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, regardless, somebody had to make them. And they're funny as hell. <laughs> they are something else. Yeah, so he's banned. He will be on Over the Line. Check that out on our Patreon on Saturday. That's my way of roping you guys in. And then, Carr, you have had a little bit of a stumble and fall in a very democratic sort of way. I heard that your triumphant wingspan – that you have that you so boast about what is your wingspan is that you're a six what are you five eleven i'm five eleven and a half i usually say i'm six foot <laughs> yeah and your wingspan is what like six two you six got, four six four six oh you, you have monkey arms then you yeah arms. <laughs> but your wingspan couldn't quite flap you to victory you took a loss in the semifinals yeah i did can you explain the whole scenario? I'm always infinitely interested in hearing about your volleyball stories. I just uh, entered a tournament and uh, we were doing really well. And, you and uh, Meatbird. <clears throat> no, this is actually was not with Meatbird. Well, that's why. Yeah, exactly. Meatbird was traveling, so I was. This was actually a blind draw. So I I played with some, you know, people that I never played with before. Does this guy have a nickname? Uh, <laughs> Bozo? No. I, no. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, no, he was a good player. Uh, we, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, we went three and one in pool play, and then um, just uh, you couldn't deliver. Double, yeah, couldn't deliver. Uh, if I, we played a lot though, because we we uh, it was a double elimination, so we lost in the playoff bracket, and then we had to fight our way back into the winners bracket. So we were, it was just a lot of volleyball. I was I was pretty gassed by the end of it, but you know, really? we did pretty well. I think we're you know or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Like yeah I need to re up my vaccine to cancel it out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, we, you know, we got fourth out of a field of 15 or 20 teams. So it wasn't too bad. Fourth best podcast, fourth best player. Yep. Let's do it. <laughs> so let's go. Uh, I, I, I have been, those. I have been very irritating about my wingspan and informing people about it in real do life. You, you, yeah. People are, people would be like, you're an ice lady. Yeah, exactly. What are you? Five eleven? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I got a six foot four wingspan. Yep. All right. Okay. Well, I wonder if that's working for you. Joe Biden, we'll go back to him now. Let's talk about him again. Um, it was MLK Day, and so we're going to recall, uh, this came back up in the news, that Joe Biden had said that George Floyd's death was more impactful than MLK. Carr, thoughts on 
First of all, MLK. I know he's one of your personal heroes. I just saw that, and I, I mean, I, I was just like, whoa. <laughs> like, I don't even know. Uh, it's not even a just moment. It's like a whoa, dude. Yeah, we missed I, that one. Because, yeah, I know we did because of the, it was. It happened right after. Did it happen right after the Ghoulies? I, I don't know when. It, I think it actually happened back when he was killed in the oh first my. place. <laughs> yeah, like very shortly after. It might have happened recently, but I really don't know. I, I, I genuinely don't know. That oh, could be, my God, dude. I couldn't tell which body double it was. Therefore, I couldn't I pick the epoch. Right, right. Dude, I, I mean, it was. listen, without commentary on whether or not that is true or false, because I just don't even want to go down that road, don't, don't, like, maybe don't. Easy uh, to they, avoid. Yes, just don't just don't do that. <laughs> like, like, why would you? Uh, why would you do that? What black person is in the, in the audience going? Yep, he's right. <laughs> just, just yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, right. And like, and like, just any time you're like setting up a scenario where people have to basically decide which black guy is better or worse. Like yeah, that's not that's, a good look. Yeah. Dude. That's, that's like good. an Aaron segment right yeah. there. <laughs> yes. It's like a, or which black guy is better. I'm okay. Or George Floyd. It's, it's really uh yeah, it was just clumsy. It was definitely very clumsy. Um, we also have now the elf did our notes here. So I'm just going to read what she wrote. Okay. Jew hostage situation. Oh yeah, down here. Jew hostage situation. That's yeah, a good way yeah, to phrase it. Yeah, a lot happened down there. Um, guy went in, took some hostages at a synagogue on Saturday, uh, appealing for the release of I think her name is Afia Sadiq. I'm not 100 sure. Someone who they're terming as Lady Al Qaeda. This is a person I didn't even know existed. Incredible, Lady Al Qaeda. <laughs> Lady Al Qaeda. Is that like uh, Tokyo Rose or something? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, she shot at a couple of servicemen. So now she's Lady Al-Qaeda. Cool. That's how you get the title, I guess. Sure. Um, so that happened. Uh, um, uh, the SCOTUS, which is a terrible <laughs> phrase. Uh, I don't yeah. like that phrase really Actually, at all. No. You it's, don't like that one? I, I, don't, I don't love it, but I like when other people have to say it. It really depends on how it's used. I think I used to be calling them SCOTUS. Yes. I might just keep calling them SCOTUS. Please. The SCOTUS said vaccine mandates are gay. We're not doing yeah. that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that was man. Talk about another just crushing defeat. Like, what is the plan, guys? What is this? And did you see who threw their weight against it? Brett Kavanaugh was one of the people who was like, actually, I think we should keep the mandates. Brett Kavanaugh. That guy's a fag. Guy's always been a douche and a fag. Yeah, Yeah. always. One hundred percent. Yeah. There was a tsunami in California. Yet another uh, uh, sign of the end times. Mm -hmm. Tsunami, basically everywhere. Massive tsunami. I don't even know if they got power back. Um, what in, in Tonga or whatever? In Tonga, yeah. I don't know yeah. if they got power back in Tonga yet. Really have no idea. Um, and then finally, and this one's really troubling. We need a lot less of this. I will put the video in the description if we can find that video again. Dallas has been having a lot of issues. It's clearly oh. the worst of the cities in the Metroplex. It, it really has got to be. No doubt about it. Dallas Do you sucks. want to explain? Uh, I yeah. So there's a viral. There was a video clip going around uh, the other day about a Dallas City Council meeting where obviously they will invite speakers up to you know the the public, I guess, uh, Dallas citizens up to talk and and voice their concerns or questions uh, regarding any policies that, that Dallas City Council is enacting. Um, I went to a few of those on the Fort Worth side while I needed to scream at people over COVID two years ago. Um, and this guy, really? yeah, you were going to city council meetings. Two well, I years was ago? freaking out, dude. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> which was an interesting thing. Uh, I think you there's... should go back and film it and you could really get something done God. if they're letting this guy up. So, yeah. So anyway, this guy goes up and just has a rap about getting vaccinated and he's like waving around a mask and uh, it's like two minutes long and it's just the cringe. It's not the cringiest thing I've ever seen. I've seen some real cringe, especially recently online, but uh, it's, it's up there. Um, Guy's name is Alex Stein. Alex Stein is a performance artist and actor uh, from Highland Park TV show. I assume don't really know. Could be. No, no, that's that's a, that's a neighborhood in Dallas. Oh, is it? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Then 
not exactly. What's the Glass House? Is that the name of the building, or is that a TV show? Or uh, it's ABC's The Glass House. The guy's an actor from ABC's The Glass House. I didn't even watch his ABC. Yeah, he's an actor, as you can tell. He's also a performance artist, and he goes up there. He's like, "Put your mask on. Get vaccinated." And the it had like Predator vibes to it, right? It, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, for the sure. Predator voice. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Really now, bad. I don't understand. So, did he basically just do this for attention, and then so he achieved his goal, or was he? Car, I have. He's mentally ill. Well, yeah. I mean, I know. I saw. <laughs> I, I saw the video. <laughs> the guy's obviously extremely mentally ill. Um, he can't hold his breath, like even a breath, while he's singing, which is the other trouble. Probably because he got vaccinated a few times. Um, <laughs> Man, speaking of which, it feels as though we do do you know when like some big news is about to break and you just start to get whiffs of it in alternative media and a lot of it you can't verify, but it just starts to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. Man, I've been talking with Jake a lot. I I don't know how much longer they're going to be able to save face on the vaccines, man. What's Jake's opinion on this? I saw some interesting things in the dms about what what jake is up to oh okay uh i don't you know i don't i think jake holds a lot of uh potentialities at the same time and you know as i do as as do i um but i i think that there there's a, the vaccines are doing kind of a lot of damage and they're having trouble um spinning that um, yeah and i mean it's a very diplomatic way to say that Jake is boycotting the city of Dallas. Is that is that really happening? <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Jake's Jake's been boycotting the city of Dallas since he got kicked out of like a butterfly exhibit for not wearing a mask. Amazing. <laughs> I got. I can't remember I, if it was a butterfly exhibit or something like that. Or I don't know if I mentioned this on the show because I barely was around. But I also got kicked out of the first place I got kicked out of anywhere ever for not wearing a mask in Florida. Really? Well, what Petersburg the hell at okay. the Dolly Museum. At the okay, you know, Salvador Dolly. Dolly. No, oh, Salvador Dolly. Dolly. Okay, they kind of my ass out of the Dolly Parton Museum. No way, that's that's not American. Yeah, I got kicked out recently. It was a really weird, it's a really weird feeling because I was literally like, I was really, dude. Well, like (laughs) artsy, right? I mean, yeah, I guess I should have expected it. Yeah, I wonder about, dude. I, yeah, it's so weird, man. Because, like, have you ever been kicked out of anywhere? Um, yeah. So weird. It's just. I mean, really not like thing. kicked out, but like people would be like, "You have to wear a mask." I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna leave then." That's kind of what happened with me. I, I I'm using the term "kicked out," but I was basically like yeah. told twice to put a mask on. I was like, "Oh yeah, I have it." Third Especially time. well, because I wasn't wearing a mask ever. So like in the first six months, like people would be like, oh, "You got to wear a mask." And I'm like, "No, I don't." And so I'm either gonna leave or, yeah, I'm not putting on a mask. So I only have money. ever been asked otherwise to put a mask on in an Uber, and I and I do put the mask on in the Uber because I, I think yeah. you can't get the refund. <laughs> I think yeah, yeah, if you it, pay yeah. for it, you can't get the refund. But even so. the funny thing is, even down, like even that's regional. Like down Very here, like I, I, when I travel, if I travel for work, a lot of times I will have to. Uh, yeah. And like they're Nazis about it, but down here nobody's even nobody in an Uber. I took an Uber like over the weekend, and I took two of them, I think. And wow. uh, no masks, not even the driver was wearing a mask, which I don't understand how that works. Cause I, cause I think, don't they make you, well, whatever. I don't even know about it. I don't care. I don't know. That. I go into stores now and all the workers wear masks and none of the people in there wear masks. And I just look at the workers and I go, I'm sorry. Yeah. Cause obviously you don't wear a mask when you go into a different establishment. <laughs> right. And I don't know, even down here. I mean, Miami is obviously a very different place than the rest of Florida, but I've seen this in other places in Florida. I go to Sarasota a lot. I go to St. Petersburg, which is very blue. Been to Tampa a few times. It's the same basically everywhere mm-hmm. in, in any city of any note that I've been to down here even. And uh, it is, it's very weird, especially now that we are in 2022, like grow up already. Yeah. Can we all just grow up? Yeah, and and then you see it like in culture, like for example, you go to the art museum or Salvador Dali exhibit, um, and that just being associated more with the, I guess, kind of artsy left ish. Like yeah. that's the same. The coffee shops here, like right Fort Worth is a right wing city. We haven't been doing masks in a really long time, but if you go to a place like that, they're doing masks, and you're gonna get looked at weird. A lot of them, some of them, no. But I like um, when they look weird. That's fine. That's whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't give. As long a as they're not literally like, hey, you got to leave. <laughs> yeah. So weird, very uncomfortable. It, I, I really wish people would grow up at this at this point. I wish we just grow up. It's probably time. 
it's probably God time, time man. I mean, we're literally <laughs> two years. I think we we said this live on the podcast, but the way every single virus works is if it spreads to enough of the population, the only way that it can continue to survive is to become less lethal and more infectious, which mm-hmm. is how we have a thing. I think people think the common cold is a virus, and it is not. It is a group of symptoms caused by over 200 viruses. Mm-hmm. Coronavirus will now integrate, and there'll be 201 yeah, yeah, viruses yeah. that cause the common cold. Right. So let's grow up already. I mean, you know, in the beginning, when it was killing all those old people in New York, wait, that was Cuomo, never mind. Mm-hmm. When it was killing all those kids, no, wait, they lied about uh, a million. I see what you're doing. Oh, that's interesting. It. We need to grow up. right? Yeah. Well, we don't. But like America really has to grow up. And I think the best way to do that's war with China that we lose. That'd be great. Hey, what's going on with Ukraine? Let's go. Um, I don't really know what's going on with Ukraine. I, I'm pretty sure this is going to be my prediction. China's going to take Taiwan after the Beijing Olympics. And, really? Yeah, 100%. And Russia's going to move into Ukraine after the Beijing Olympics. Wait, what is, what, why is this hinging on the Beijing Olympics? There's a lot of money that comes okay. in to both of these countries as Olympics are held. Also, I think Russia is just looking for a, a good period of time to move in. I, I 100% think China is going to take Taiwan. I okay. 75% think Russia is going to move into the Ukraine. The thing that I had heard was they tried to do uh, an Operation Northwoods, something like that in the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just came out. At least U.S. intelligence services say so. I'm willing to believe this because it sounds like something a government would do. It's not that hard to believe that they were trying to fake an attack on Russian soldiers in the Eastern Ukraine as a uh, prescription to send more soldiers in and kind of de facto occupy it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think even if they do de facto occupy it, you'll end up with like an Israel situation where it de facto it it is. um, These are occupied territories the way that it would actually work is basically Russia controls the whole thing. Um, I think that's in the cards within the next year and a half. And I don't think the United States is going to do anything about it, nor do I think they should do anything about it. I think it's time for that region to settle its own differences. um, And for us to stay out of it, obviously. Uh, But yeah, I I think they were trying to fake a terror attack. Good old, good old tradition, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I've just come to the determination that there's absolutely no way I will ever know what's going on in that area. Like between yeah. all of the ops at every level and just that area being what it is, like how the hell am I ever going to know? And so I just have resolved, resolved myself to not care. When and, is the Beijing Olympics? 2022? Uh, let's find out. Is that this year? I think so. Unless it gets I canceled. I can't spell for- Olympics, dude. Yeah, 2022. Wow. 2022. Okay. Yeah, well, definitely after China wraps up those Beijing Olympics, literally maybe the day after they're the day after they yeah. move to the next thing on the checklist. Do a damn thing about it. I I, I think <clears throat> that is the closest thing that could provoke some sort of a hot war with the United States. But I don't think the United States has the social capital, the actual capital, or anything else to enforce some sort of protections on Taiwan. <laughs> I I don't know, man. I also think that the midterms are gonna play a big role in this because the more Republicans there are, the more likely the Republicans are going to want to do something about it. Um, do you think, have, do you think that's true at this point? Uh, I think the thing that people get wrong is it, it's certain individuals who I've seen whose names I don't need to mention because I don't want to rake muck. I think this idea that the Republicans are the war party is a very I got my bones in the 2000s idea. That's what I that's kind of what I was suggesting. I think that the war party is a is a shadow party mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with voting. Yeah. I think I think when it t- comes when it comes time for war, the party lines will dissolve yeah, on sure. that issue as they does. did during the first Iraq war where even Ron Paul voted to go in. Well, he didn't vote. It, he, didn't, uh, he voted for the on the authorization of use of military force in Afghanistan. I don't in know. Afghanistan, how... not Iraq. Okay. So <clears> no, I, I, I'm pretty sure. Now you, you may be able, I'd, I'd have to go back and look, but you may be able to say that the AUMF extended to, you know, I think the way they wrote it was like, 
they said authorization to use of military force in the Middle East, meaning Afghanistan, because that was the obvious. We had just been, uh, quote unquote, attacked by, you know, whatever terrorists in Afghanistan, Afghanistan. Uh, but I think it was then extended to Iraq. So I don't know. I mean, it's I, it's obviously murky, but yeah, he, he voted for the AUMF to go into Afghanistan. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, I just want to make sure. I, I don't want to slander the guy. I love Ron. But yeah, it, the party lines and the pressure from yeah. their constituents for sure. almost, is almost always going to push people to, to vote for war if they need to. I don't think the Republicans are the war party because I don't think that being a Republican equals war party. I think war party and Republican can happen. I think Democrats and war party can happen. Doesn't You don't... Are not one or the other. So, oh, yeah. so I think, yeah, I think the more Republicans that there are in Congress, the more likely a war party consensus can still form um, because there are plenty of it's, And it also depends on regionally. What is the context of the war we're about to be fighting? If it has anything to do with American nationalism, you mm -hmm. know, Republicans are going to be playing to their bases and are going to go for that. Democrats don't play to American nationalism nearly as much when it comes to war. That is mm -hmm. simply a fact that probably still does carry. I, I also think if it has anything to do with Israel or generally some sort of a theological war yep. going on, Republicans are going to support it more than Democrats. If it has anything to do with serving rich Saudi donors, Democrats might as well just be Republicans. Yep. Or rich Chinese donors, Democrats might as well be Republicans. Or rich donors of any kind. Democrats are the who's giving me money party. Mm -hmm. If you're giving me money, I don't want to go to war with you. If you're not giving me enough money, I want to go to war with you. Um, I do think, I had said this on the Glueys, I think there are three conflict zones that have always been conflict zones. And I think that as we approach the mid 2020s, they're going to remain conflict zones. And in fact, they're going to heat up because now China has an incentive to go into Taiwan, which is a major loss for the United States because of chip manufacturing. Now, whether or not the United States decides to um, make America great again, if you will, and start building its own chip factories, which I think is the wisest solution, then you can do that. Problem with that is that the only way that you do that is by exploiting land in the United States. And you already have a situation. I don't know if you know what's going on in Thacker Pass, but the same old thing that's going on is they're going to start mining for lithium in the United States. And they're going to be exploiting groups of people who have rightful claims to the area. And that will become a domestic issue. Mm -hmm. So uh, one way or the other, we're screwed either domestically or foreignly. I don't think that's a word that I can use. Um, yeah, I, I, I just think... China's number one as far as a conflict zone that has the most potential to break out and also not breaking out into conflict will cause the most negative effects to the United States. I think these are facts. I still don't want war. I would never participate in one and I wouldn't advocate for one either. But these are just, I think, geopolitical facts. Yeah. Russia's number two. And for a lot less uh, reasonable yeah, it's like archaic uh, NATO. It's about NATO. NATO. NATO it's about the United yeah. States kind of holding on to this prestige it used to have during the Cold War. Right. That's what's going on in the Ukraine. And then thirdly is like a war based on stuff that might not even be real, Iran and by proxy Syrian militant groups. That's always been kind of a conflict zone, but I don't even know if that stuff is real. So that's my ranking of order of the wars we might get into in the next five years. And um, the only good thing is that there's so many woke weirdos in the military now that I don't even think that the military's number one goal is to fight wars anymore at this point. I, there's so many, like, yeah. let's make the military equitable that it's just become literally the welfare program yeah, that welfare we always program. said it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I have no idea. I, I yeah. don't even think the United States military is presently in fighting shape. Well, no, I, I can't imagine. Although I wouldn't, I'm not an expert on it. But yeah, I think. I mean, I think ultimately what the military is going to become is 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 just a domestic um, police force that uh, captures those who are not, you know, <laughs> I use this word hesitantly, privileged, quote unquote, enough to go to college, and it becomes a de facto education camp for the blue collar people that don't that you know that that don't have the money to go to college or you know however you want to phrase it um but yeah i think they're just going to become a d domestic police force essentially they'll, they'll they, keep yeah What's i think that? they kind of are i, I think they yeah. kind of are i, I think people more governors are more willing to use the national guard for instance yeah than which is they have yeah, been ever before not comfortable to no, me um no, me yeah i mean like i you know there, there is some level of like i like to see resistance to the feds like by states but we're you know even I would acknowledge that this is a that's a really tricky uh, corn maze there to, to to navigate without getting 
you know, without creating more problems closer to home, if you're in a state like Texas and Florida, um, it, you know, that are supplanting your, your previous problems. So, um, yeah, I don't, yeah, it's interesting. How's Carcadia's military? Carcadia's military. Uh, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a fighting unit of one. Uh, we don't, we don't do the woke stuff here too often. Um, Sometimes had, our knees hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we are in fighting shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, we're just staying physically fit. Uh, sure, sure. Keeping it buying ammo every now and then. and just Which is, as I have become a Florida man, and I, 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 I'm, I, I've just gathered the documents necessary to switch my New York driver's license to my Florida one, which means I can legally get a concealed carry permit. Oh, nice. Um, uh, ammo's really fucking expensive. Yes. Like, yeah. frighteningly expensive. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's pretty expensive. I can complain about that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Isn't it? Welcome, welcome aboard. I feel like a real boomer now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, we, man, yeah, you guys got to get rid of the concealed carry. Texas got rid of concealed carry. Uh, uh, yeah. And uh, that, that was one thing that was pretty nice. Um, yeah. Just to have one less, like, stupid thing hanging over your head. Yeah, you know. Um... But, but the greatest state in the union, Car. Car, how do you feel about Cato and their list that they made? I don't know if you saw this list. No, it, I didn't. It's, this kind of stuff, I like to get Texans angry because they're really funny when they get mad. They're like <laughs> super mad in a very Texan way. Yeah. Cato put out a list. This might have been a week and a half ago of the 50, you know, freest states in the United States mm -hmm. from number one was freest, least free number 50. Number 50 was New York. Yeah. Makes sense. Number two, Florida. Mm -hmm. Number 21, maybe 24, Texas. Hmm. <laughs> what, were, what were their metrics? <laughs> Cato was their metrics. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, and I'm not a Texan. I, I've lived here for five years, but I, I'm not a, a native Texan. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't really, uh, outside of the fact that I just want to live in a free area, I don't really care about, you know, where does Texas line up? We need to get um, some Texans on. Yeah. They'll be mad. Well, listen, I, I hope that they're mad, you know, you know, uh, because that means they actually care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, I think they def Texans definitely care. Yeah. For I, sure. And, well, I mean, a lot of Texans probably got sidetracked with the Bush presidencies and all that crap and, and basically, you know, ended up swallowing the pill. Um, you know, yeah. it, 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 just going, you know, police state and all that crap, which that, you know, honestly, they've, they've always during my lifetime, they've always been that way. But, um, it's crazy to me how Bush tricked everybody into thinking he was from Texas for like years. Is he not from Texas? No, it's Massachusetts. Right. I mean, exactly. his, whole fam his whole family is from here. His whole family's from Massachusetts. They just I live in Texas. It's a Massachusetts-based family. Is that right? Let's. Go. I thought he was from Midland. Or uh, I was uh, born in New Haven, Connecticut. George W. Bush. Really? I was born in New Haven, Connecticut. His family's a Massachusetts family. George Herbert Walker Bush was born in Milton, Massachusetts. The Bush family is a Massachusetts-based family. Oh yeah, I had no idea. Where See? was he? Where was he raised? Because he was the uh, governor of Texas, and they have a huge ranch out here. And like, they, well, yeah, I mean, they they tried to become Texans, but he okay. didn't go to school in Texas. He never went. He, you know, well, he, went he was to in Yale. the Texas Air National Guard. Does that make you from Texas? No, no, I'm not arguing to for. Uh, That's what I'm, all I'm saying is he literally Butch, tricked everybody Butch. into thinking he was a Texan in the same way that Teddy Roosevelt made everybody think he was a cowboy. Well, it says here under education, Bush attended public schools in Midland, Texas, until the family moved to Houston after he had completed seventh grade. I'm literally going to say that's a lie. That's a straight up. Oh, lie. maybe. Okay. I'm just going to. I'm going right there and saying that's a lie. And okay. also, he went to Yale. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I know. He attended. Oh, and he attended high school in Phillips Academy in Andover, Massachusetts. The guy's been moving around. They, basically, the guy had no claim to ever say he was really a Texan. Yeah, and I guess he tricked so. everybody in the Hillary Clinton way. Of thinking that he was from Texas, I think that was crazy that they managed to pull that off. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's impressive. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, 
I wish the listeners could see Car's face right now. He's like wide eyed, <laughs> like scrolling through. Like, is he really not from Texas? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that's actually honestly. And you remember the accent, right? You remember yeah, the yeah. accent. Oh yeah, was you, that all manufactured? Now you, now you went to college, if I can say, in Virginia. Yes. You're a North Carolina guy. Everybody can hear your North Carolina accent. I certainly can. When I went to North Carolina, Vietnam. They all had the same accent you did. <laughs> Just more extreme. A, a little bit more, but you've retained it. It's a very strong, powerful accent. That Those okay. Carolina accents are very strong. That Accents don't really go away. Yeah. Like you always have it. But Bush was like, he was talking like this. The guy is from Massachusetts and Connecticut. Yeah. That's the incredible. whole family is. Yeah. I mean, that's honestly great news. That's a big win for Texas that we don't have to claim him. No, but I, but a lot of people are still under the impression that he's a, yeah. a Texan. Wow, and he's not. Wow. He's another. He's another coastal usurper. Texans. Good, fucking great news. You know, there's probably some like Bush fan going. Actually, actually. <laughs> have one Bush guy. I yeah. hope we have. <laughs> we should bring Bush him on. Guy. We should bring him on. Let's get the Bush guy on. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> we should have a. We should do an episode one day, and we might need to prep a fake episode beforehand because you know when you invite people on, they check your last episode. Oh, so we right. might need to do like a neocon episode where we're like, man, glass those people and all that nonsense. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Whatever. And then the next episode, we get on a guy who really thinks that way, and we just pretend the whole time. And, and see if we like, can do it. And just see if we can do it. I, yeah. I think that would be good. fun. We need to get like a guy who's lazy enough that he only listens to the episode before the one we have him on. Yeah, I like this and we, plan. And we bush him. And we actually yeah. call it, <laughs> we can call the episode, we bush this guy. <laughs> I, I think it would be pretty cool. I like it. I think I it's like an it. angle for us in 2022, the year of the moose. What a moose that would be. Um, I recently downloaded a notepad app. <laughs> yeah. So I've been taking notes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. From time to time, I I still haven't gotten in the habit of actually using it. So like when I have a dumb right. thought, I need to put the dumb thought down. Yes, I'm still um, not good at it, dude. It takes a lot of dedication to get good yeah. at taking notes. Yeah. Uh. So I have three notes for that I was specifically taking for this episode. Okay. Or or you know I'm not taking them necessarily just for the episode, but I'm gonna I'm gonna blank it out every Wednesday, start over, and then whatever I have. That's what, what I do I with our TLE notes. Yeah. We uh, note number one wingspan. We already covered that. No need to cover it again. <laughs> Six four. No big deal. Uh, my wingspan is probably like four foot seven. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, note number two. Tired of winter. So there. Oh is. please. Okay. Whatever. Texan. Sure. <laughs> Very tired of it. Oh boy. Note number three. Final note. Season two, episode six of MXC is good. Don't remember writing. That <laughs> I don't even know what that means. What is that? What the is most MXC? extreme elimination challenge. The one, the, the Japanese that? game. Dude, are you serious? I'm totally serious. I've never. Is this one of those game shows where they fling people around with? Yeah, and they and dub stuff? over it. Never, never seen this. It might be right after your time or right or just a little bit too early. Like it was early 2000s, I think. Uh, maybe it was late. No, it was early 2000s, probably. There's probably a lot of listeners who know what you're talking about. I certainly do not. So what incredible. is this? Most extreme. It's MXC, Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. And uh, and it's like a, they take these old episodes of this Japanese. Yeah, like the obstacle course game show type thing from the 80s. And right. they dub over it. And it's hosted by, you know, these are all made up characters, Vic Romano and Kenny Blankenship. And uh, they have That's like a, a reporter in the field. Uh, his name's Guy LaDouche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, dude. It, and I mean, it's just childish. Like it's uh, there is yeah. like it's it's seventh grade humor. And it's but it's so funny, man. It's okay. really, really good. Yeah, we got to watch. We got to do we got to we'll, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll watch one of those and do a review on it or something Let's, like that. Uh, I'll, sure. Sounds uh, good. Yeah, it's on it's on Amazon Prime right now. Free. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, I got some notes in my head now. I'm a Walmart guy. You're a Walmart guy now. I've become a Walmart guy. I'm one what, of those people. What uh, what pushed you through the eye of the needle on this? So I've been to Walmart probably 15 times in the past three days. I keep going back to Walmart. I can't escape from Walmart. Uh, I like the cheap prices. 
Yeah. I like the freaks that show up in those oh, stores, man. Buddy. Yeah. What a bunch of freaks show up to the Walmart. Not exactly. everybody, obviously, but there's one. It's like going to listen. I don't want to hear shit about the New York City subway system ever yeah. again. Because every Walmart is the same yes. as the New York City subway system mm -hmm. with the freakazoids that you see. Not to derail the story, but uh, I, I remember I tweeted like six months into COVID and I uh, something like, uh, go down to your local Walmart, look around. All of these people have survived COVID so far. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's insane. Sure. Like You go down there, it's like a freak show. I never saw in my whole life a person who I would have ballparked 800 pounds. Yeah. 800 They're pounds. Spilling out of a motor scooter or whatever. Dude, and of course they got the motor scooter. And they drive the motor scooters around like they're not at death's door. Aggressively. It's insane. And, yeah. you know, in Miami, it's, it's, it's Spanish and it's like, yeah. like impossible for me to understand. I can understand a tiny bit of Spanish. Mm -hmm. Impossible. And they're just – there was these two women built like seals. Yeah. I couldn't see their legs. It mm -hmm. was, in a sense, tragic. It was also really funny. Skin skirt. <sighs> Unbelievable. And they were just scooting through the Walmart. Like 20 miles an hour on these scooters. Yeah. Why do these scooters even go I, that fast? I don't know. I have no idea. I've asked that many times. I have no idea why they go that fast. Because the 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 amount of power that they have to put in that scooter to get up to those speeds with that kind of loading right. is, is pretty impressive. My it's own like, vehicle was loaded up with about 800 pounds of stuff. My whole room, basically. My mm -hmm. own car. And you could feel the slug. It's It's slowed down, yeah. But dramatically slowed down. But these little Walmart carts Unstoppable. zipping around. Yeah. It's the fastest these women have ever gone. That's it, it is uh yeah, because you know they're gonna get in their car and do fifteen in the left lane. Yeah, go oh man, that's the I've also obviously because now I live down here, I drive much more frequently. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on there, man. I I haven't followed a single stop sign or I don't follow the traffic laws. They're I don't just, really to me. I know how yeah. to drive. I know yeah. how to drive. Whenever yeah. there's a red light that I can get through, I will break the law and go right. through. Absolutely. I, I do it routinely. I, yeah. I'm not an idiot. I know how to drive. Yeah. Don't follow the speed limit. And it seems no. like neither do the cops. By the way, Dodge Charger <laughs> that I saw, uh, Doral City, just part of Miami, a little farther out. Doral City police cop car was hot boxing. Wow. Powerful. Was hot boxing uh, while he was driving. While he was driving. Did not turn right on red, <laughs> which you're supposed to. Was yeah. sitting in the lane. And I'm sitting behind him going, do I beep? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's always the question. Do I honk at him? The or answer is, I... was no, I'm not yeah. going to beep because I got a New York City license plate. And they uh, will yeah. find a way to give me trouble. Yes. I, I, I told you on my way in, there was a guy flipped over on I-95 on my mm -hmm. way into Miami. Mm -hmm. Since then, I've seen two more flip overs on mm -hmm. 95. It's a death trap. I couldn't be happier. Dude, 95 I, sucks. The thing that I've had to come to terms with, there was a debate not long ago, four or five years, kind of an infamous libertarian party. I'm sorry I said it. I was not, not going to say it. But during mm -hmm. the Gary Johnson, Spike Cohen, during that era when all those guys were campaigning, there was this funny segment about them talking about um, seatbelts. Yeah. About how there shouldn't be seatbelt laws. Yeah. And I was thinking back to that, and I was thinking, dude, I don't even stop at red lights. Yeah. And I'm fine. I feel excellent, in fact. Yeah, I feel better I'm after having done it. It's a competent driver, yes. uh, I feel, that I am. And the only thing that scares me is I'm going to get rear-ended by someone else. I think someone else is going to cause a problem for me. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll see how that goes. Driving in Miami has been excellent for me because literally they designed the roads to be like need for speed. They say go 40 miles an hour. It's a suggestion. 70 and you're just sure. fine. Yeah. You're fine if you go 70. Um, and most of the cops are going 70 or 80 anyway. Yeah. You want to go with the flow of traffic. I mean, yeah, the sign's just, a sign. You know, the vehicle's go a for vehicle. It. Uh, it's very frustrating. Driving has been a really interesting experience. Um, another fun one for the road. Uh but yeah, that's that's been all of it for me, Car. It's been it's been an interesting set of developments down here in the free state of Florida. Um, looking forward to not dying in a car accident. And um, oh, I don't think I can legally say this on air, but I'll say it off air. I had another driving experience 
involving me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and some uh, of our listeners probably are picking up just by cars. That was a joy. Now, I felt like a better driver, frankly. <laughs> I felt like I drove smoother. I felt like I was... It's excellent. I'm basically, yeah. I'm trying to die, car. I'm trying to die. But you're not gonna, because you're a good driver. I'm a good driver, man. And you know what? If I do die, it'd be great for the podcast. It would be. I think we can uh, wrap it up, and I'll remind everyone, including you, Birdo, keep two hands on the wheel. Uh, I will. And check out the Patreon on Saturday. Squaw. <laughs>